Good evening, baseball fans. It is Sunday, May 14th. It is Mother's Day. Uh, when you guys actually listen to this, it will not be Mother's Day anymore. So hopefully, hopefully you treated your mothers, significant others, um, well, and you didn't you didn't F it up. So I didn't give the warning yet, so I can't say the actual F word. So um, I'm Susie. If you're new here, you will not know that, you know, it's not supposed to be Tom over there, but that's Tom. Um, normally it's Susie and Shelby, but unfortunately Shelby had to step away. Um, and she's no longer with us. I say that she's not dead. Okay. That sounded like she's dead. She's not dead guys. She's not dead. She's still here. Um, but she's just not here on the podcast anymore. She had to step away for, um, time constraints. I don't know why it's not like, you know, we do 43 different shows and like talk about baseball all the freaking time. But, um, unfortunately she had to step away. So I am currently figuring out who my new co-host will be. Um, but right now I, we got Tom because Tom's awesome and he's pinching for Shelby right now. Um, and if you like Tom, the PG 13 version of Tom is on the Astros baseball podcast. Okay. You get that. You get the rated R the version of Tom over here. Um, yes. And, um, and with that, I will give you the actual warning because if you are new around here, you may, you, you may find yourself a little shocked. So this is a rated R podcast. Uh, hide your kids, hide your wife. Don't hide your wife. Show her this. If she doesn't mind the use of expletives and, um, inappropriate adult humor and sexual innuendos. Cause Inside, uh, I have the mentality of a 12-year-old boy. And really, when we talk about like balls and rubbing and needing three extra inches, it's it's all funny to me. And I it 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 is who I am as a person. So um, if you don't mind the F word, stay a while. If you do mind the F word, maybe, maybe earmuffs for the kids. I don't know. I'm not gonna judge you if you don't though. Um, and with that, we will we will get into it. We will get into it, Tom. Um, did you get to watch all of the baseballs this this week? I watched a lot. I watched a lot. A lot. Uh, we definitely watched the Astros get the series win today. That was good stuff. I saw some of the Cardinals and Red Sox game because it was the uh, primetime ESPN show. Uh, I watched some of the Yankees Rays series this weekend, which pretty interesting. I mean, the Yankees came in kind of reeling a little bit. Tampa Bay, you know, this juggernaut. Yankees didn't fare that bad. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. What else did I see? I mean, I, I, I got my fix. I got my fix this weekend. Yeah. Um, I watched, I watched a lot of baseball, a lot of baseball. There was, uh, the giants D backs D backs walked it off today. Um, two to one with a Lourdes Guriel single Christian and uh, drove in Christian Walker. We're going to talk about it in an show. We're going to talk about an up show, but first we're going to talk about the Cardinals and how Lars Newbar made me cry <laughs> because as I said, it, it was Mother's Day, y'all. And apparently Lars Newbar loves his mom. His mom is his best friend. And Eduardo Perez was doing uh, an er- interview with Lars and showing, you know, like a little slideshow of like his and his, of him and his mom, like growing up and all that fun stuff. And then all of a sudden, like his mom actually pops up and like the video is so sweet. And she's like, hi, Lars. And she's waving. And, um, and she's like, he's like, wait, is that, is that live? Is that, and, you know, and then he starts to tear up. And I just, I love when, like, you know, I say grown ass men, he's, you know, he's still a, he's still a young man. Um, <laughs> Don't tell him that. He'll tell you he's a grown ass man. I mean, what, how old is Lars Newbar? Like 24? That's, That's he's a baby. Now. He's a baby. 
He's a baby um, to us. Well, you know, I can't I can't help it that I'm old now and and baseball players Lars Newbar is 25, 25 years 248 days old from El Segundo, California. Yeah, and with a name like Lars Newbar, you're not expecting him to be half Japanese. But he is. He is half Japanese. Um and so anyhow, super cute video. He starts tearing up. Eduardo Perez is kind of laughing and his mom just throws him right underneath the bus and she's like, "He's a crier." He cries a lot. And I was like, damn, mom from the top rope. Uh, but it was super sweet because he, Lars Newbar, um, if you guys watch any of the World Baseball Classic, he was kind of a spark plug for Team Japan. Like, I don't I don't know if they, they used him, not used him, but like kind of viewed him as like a mascot, really, or something, you know, like, and, I, and that sounds kind of bad. But um, I mean, but he's over there giving like pep talks and you know like game day speeches and stuff and um ipe shohei otani's translator is like translating for him and stuff and they got the pepper grinder going and go quite honestly like i I get it i get it like you're grinding you're grinding at bats i understand um but but lars i know i know that at some point you you did the pepper grinder and yet and you had to have seen the the motion in which you were doing the pepper grinder and every time they did the pepper grinder in the dugout i could i couldn't help but laugh and just giggle at the all of the inappropriateness that was going on in my head and what the pepper grinder signified not grinding at bats out okay <laughs> i will i will leave you with that reference if you don't know what i'm talking about go google any sort of pepper don't Google pepper grinder. Don't do it. Don't do it. Just maybe, maybe team Japan celebration. Maybe, maybe Google that and see, but do not Google. Do not Google. What does pepper grinder hand motion mean? Don't do that. All right. I'm not, don't do that. If you do that, I'm, I'm, I'm warning you. I'm not maybe. responsible for, <laughs> no, I'm not responsible for what, for what comes up on your screen what sort of virus you get. Like that's, I'm not responsible for it. Okay. There's your warning. Um, but anyways, so, but uh, staying with the Cardinals, staying with the Cardinals last week, we talked about um, Wilson Contreras and the whole catching debacle. And I, I'm not quite sure in a, in an entire week, what changed, but well, apparently quick, before you run away from Lars Newbar, Yes. No one benefited more from W uh, the WBC socially than him. He went from true. 60K on Instagram to 609,000. I believe he climbed over a million, but like that was like the first, like big, like they got a hold of him and they, that was their guy. Mm-hmm. So you want to talk about increasing your social presence? Lars did that. Yes. Yes, he did. And uh, he, I, I was listening to an interview they did. Was it the Barbacast Boys, maybe? I think maybe it's that, it was that podcast. They were, he was talking about um japan and how uh, and how much basically the japanese uh people just kind of enveloped him and whatnot and he was telling him you know if you need just like a knockoff shohei just like for any sort of ads or any uh, anything that's me i'll do it like hemorrhoid cream like shohei don't want it i'll, I'll take it i'll me i'll do it and it's like you know what make your bag get your bag lars get your bag like strike while the iron is hot 
Um, and he's a good looking kid. He's a good looking kid. And so, you know, like do it, Lars, all of it. So, um, but like I said, going, going, moving on from Lars and going on to the, the, uh, catcher that they signed in the off season, Wilson Contreras. Um, if you guys don't remember, basically the Cardinals, um, they, they won a couple more games. They won a couple more games this, this, um, this week. So I want to say that they, however, are still last in their division in the um nl central uh they still are last not as bad as they were though um 16 and 25 is their record still one game under washington so they are actually dead last in the nl which i don't think has happened in a long long time but closer to the lead in the division than the new york yankees are I like that. I like that you threw that in. That's I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that about you, Tom. Um, so yeah, their their record is 16 and 25. They're seven and a half games back of the leader of the uh NL, NL Central, which is the Milwaukee Brewers, uh at 23 and 17. So um, but their their reasoning behind doing so poorly was Yadier Molina retired, rode off into the sunset with um, with Albert Pujols and apparently took all of their pitching capability with him. Uh, that's supposedly, I don't really know. That's kind of how they framed it. Um, front office basically told Wilson Contreras, you are going to no longer catch, you are going to DH instead. And then, um, and then came out and said, Oh, just kidding. You're not going to play the outfield. You were just going to DH, which kind of made a log jam in the lineup because they have a plethora of outfielders out there, which they had been using the DH spot for. Now Wilson Contreras is going to DH and um, basically just took away the catching responsibilities and gave it to the backup catcher, Andrew Kisner, citing that Andrew Kisner had worked with the pitchers. The pitchers were more comfortable pitching to him at that point in time. I, I don't even know when we recorded last week um, that was as much information as kind of I had gathered. I had heard about uh, over the last week. I've listened to like 43 different podcasts about the situation. And for our Astros fans, basically they viewed um, Yadier Molina as the pitcher whisperer. He, he, he commanded the pitching staff. He, he knew all of the things and basically the pitchers didn't have to do any of their own scouting or anything like that. Um, and apparently Wilson Contreras did not do that. Um, it came out that one of the pitchers, uh, in not so many words, basically said that Wilson Contreras was lazy again, not in so many words, but basically said that, you know, he wasn't doing it the Cardinal way. Um, and apparently that same catch or that, that same pitcher, uh, in a week, I guess, I sat, said that they sat down and worked it out and now they're now they're working together better. I'm like, I, what now? So you mean to tell me that you, you couldn't get this all worked out from the beginning of the season? Like he Wilson Contreras skipped the WBC so that he could get a handle on the on the pitching staff. Um, so you mean to tell me from like the beginning of the season till now he couldn't get a handle on it. But in a week, y'all y'all figured it out. I don't, I don't think so. I think, I think the front office um, basically looked at the situation and told the pitching staff, you know what? Fuck y'all pitch better, figure your own shit out, do your own work. Um, quit blaming it on Wilson Contreras. 
Now, in this last week, they've won some games and they've lost some games. So we can't we can't point to Andrew Kisner that Andrew Kisner was like the savior. Okay, we I mean, I guess we all knew that Andrew Kisner was not going to be the savior because if he was, why wasn't he signed to begin with? Um, but yeah, so that whole thing is just cracking me up that they viewed they viewed Yadi as the pitcher whisperer. They knew that Wilson Contreras wasn't going to be that. They signed him for his bat, but then I guess demoted him because he wasn't Yachty and he wasn't doing the things that Yachty had done. I don't know. It's a whole thing. So Cardinals, what are we doing? Like be better. Like let, let the catcher catch. And front office says, yes, let's do that. The crazy thing for me is that they thought so much to bring Yachty in to consult on it. And he actually met with Wilson Contreras. And I would have thought if you were going to go to those depths, you'd have probably had him working with him the entire spring training. You'd have been grooming him and and teaching him the vernacular and, okay, this is what this guy likes to do and so on and so forth. You can't tell me that because I guess Kishner was there for however long he was. Uh, Four seasons, I think. But, but I mean, doing what? He wasn't catching. Yachty caught like all every game. Yachty was constantly back there. So it um, just seems learning, like... Learning from Yachty, Tom, don't you understand? <laughs> like sitting on the bench at points in time is like you just soak up knowledge, you know. If you didn't catch my sarcasm tone, that, that's my sarcasm tone, guys. That's I, I don't believe that with where the fucking shit. So, yeah. I mean, at what point do you just put Yachty on the fucking payroll and be like, Yachty, like, come on now. Is he, uh, is he just waiting for a bigger payday? Like, is he waiting for them to just really, really plummet and then be like, okay, let's do this. Let's let's go. Judging like, by the WBC, I feel like Yachty's angling for a manager job. He managed the WBC for Team Puerto Rico, and I think that is something that he wants to do long term. Do you think he's angling for Olimar Mole's job? Maybe. Could be. I mean, if that team keeps struggling, how, how long before you start to point the finger at the manager? That's true. That's true. So, I, okay. So this is what I never really kind of understood. Um, Olimar Mole is young. He's real young, like 36. Uh, Adam Wainwright. Adam Wainwright is 40. How do you? Can't tell him shit. Mm-mm. No way no. Wayno's listening to this kid going, yeah, okay, coach. Nah. They probably right? don't even have conversations that are productive. Like, hey, uh, yeah, okay, so you're gonna pitch? Okay, cool, thanks. That's yeah, it. I there's and I listened to an interview that Wayno did talking about this whole situation. And he's like, Yeah, we just sat down with Wilson and we just think, you know, in the future that he's gonna catch some really big innings for us. And he and I'm all in in the in the future, Adam Wainwright, like what what future are we talking about? Because if you keep losing games, there ain't gonna be a future, sir. So j- just the way that they the way that he was talking about like Wilson Contreras, he's like, yeah, he's like, we just sat down and we just we just enveloped him, you know. I'm like, maybe, maybe you should have maybe you should have sat down before you blindsided him and told him that he wasn't your catcher, like maybe. Did 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 that even happen? Like I don't I don't think it did. I think at, at some point in time, like Wilson Contreras heard on Twitter that he was not catching anymore. Like what the fuck? 
So, um, yes, like, I feel like there needs to be some sort of like happy medium with with managers because you can't you can't be too young, like Ollie Marmol, but you can't be too old, aka Tony Larusa and Dusty Baker. I mean, I didn't mean to put those two in the same. Yes, I did. Yes, totally you did. did. Yes, you I did. did. I did. Yeah, but I mean, there's there's something to be said about you know like Buck Showalter for the Mets, who apparently Mets fans are they they are on the same train as Astros, well, some of Astros fans and Dusty Baker. Um, why are you pointing at me? Why, <laughs> sir? Like you, you are you are closer to my side than you are on the I, other I, side I, of that. I mean, I'm just not. I'm just not full on. Fuck I, that I guy. Said, I said closer, and I never said fuck that guy. You I said that I wanted him... to. I wanted to strap him to a rocket and send him to the moon. That is, that is a clear difference. <laughs> I was going to tease that back that Astros up. Like, y'all need to go see what she said about Dusty Baker. Okay. Like, and potentially putting the manager of the Houston Astros in the NASA program. I'm, I'm just saying, like, I don't even think, I don't even think he'd, he'd, he'd make it to the rocket. Okay. Like, I don't even think he knows what a rocket is at this point. All right. Like, there is no farmer's almanac that points to what a rocket is. <sighs> Okay. Anyways, um, but there, but there's something to be said about like the old school, quote unquote, managers versus I don't know. I guess like the new school of of managers, like Gabe, like Gabe Kapler and on Ollie Marmol. But there's been you know some issues with Ollie Marmol as well, and like throwing Tyler O'Neill under the bus. Like, so there's just it's it's just a whole it's just a whole thing over there. And I don't I don't know I don't know what Cardinals fans are thinking. So if you're a Cardinals fan. Um, hit us up in the comments and like, let me know if I'm like super off base or, you know, like, what are your thoughts? Um, and I was also listening because apparently Cardinals have always been relatively good, right? Like not, uh, not ever like super, super good, but like not ever, ever super, super bad. They've just always been like in contention. Am I correct in that? Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I consider them a blue blood of baseball. Like they've always been a good team. They've always been challenging for a division. They've won World Series. I mean, if you go way, way back, they were super, super good. So, okay. Oh yeah. So this, this is the first time they've been bad, right? In a long time. In a long time. Okay. So, like but pre pool holes, long time. Here's the thing, though. If you are a Cardinals fan, you cannot legitimately have told me that you looked at your roster and you looked at your pitching rotation. And you were comfortable. Like you couldn't have. There's no way. You could look at your position players and say, oh yeah, no, the, we are going to bang. Like mashers. We could see that, right? But there's no way that you could look at your pitching rotation and be like, yes, yes. Give me 90-year-old Adam Wainwright. Yes. Give me, you know, like Jack Flaherty. Steven Matz. Miles they, Michaelis. They walked down the the... The Milwaukee, uh, I'm struggling right now. Brewers? Thank you. They walked them down last year with the same rotation. Yeah. Like, so the, the only one that was kind of decent, that who had been doing decently, was Jordan Montgomery, who wasn't really with them the entire season last year, who, you know, got traded over from the Yankees. And I wonder how much of that carried over because he's like, uh, your catcher did, did what for you? Nah, dude, I'm used to, I'm used to do my own like scouting reports and like, I'm used to knowing, you know, like what, what the guys are can hit and can't hit and all that stuff. Like, wait, you, 
your catcher did that shit for you? What? So I don't, I don't know how much Gary Sanchez. (laughs) Right. Well, but I think at at that time it was Jose Trevino still the starting catcher though. I think he got that like last year full on. And then like some the year before, but I mean, there were, there was like a, Pagasioka was was there. They had a bunch of different guys. Yeah. Well, so, you know, so I I don't know how much that plays into him doing uh, better than, you know, your average bear. Uh, So, but yeah. Anyways. Um, so that's, oh, and that's for anybody Cardinals. watching on the YouTube, this four sixes. I know I kind of turned the glass a little bit, so it looks like six six six. Say, I didn't uh, even think that those were sixes. I thought those were fish hooks. Oh wow! Okay. Are they? Why are? Why is it four sixes? It's a spinoff of the uh, Yellowstone show. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. okay. So ran- it's an actual ranch in Texas. I just wanted to, because I, I saw myself going, it looks like I got 666 on my cup. I should tell yeah, no, it, it looks like fish hooks. I thought it was like some sort of like fishing <laughs> company or something. I was like, all right, whatever. I mean, Sorry you know, you, you, off, though. you got a fucking T-bone on your baseball hat at some point. Like, you got weird shit, Tom. Like, I don't know. A <laughs> little so, bit, a little bit. Um, So uh, moving on from the Cardinals, we're going to stay in the NL for just a little bit longer, okay? Because I know that... Um, Typically, most of the most of the people this, that listen, um, you know, are more familiar with the ales, and that's what we're here for. We're here to to help you expand your knowledge of all of the other teams. If you don't have time to watch all the other teams, I don't have time to watch all the other teams, but yet I somehow managed to do it because I'm obsessed. Anyhow, um, the Rockies and the Phillies. Apparently, the Rockies and the Phillies are now some sort of rival. I don't know why or how, but that turned into a thing. Um, because yesterday the, um, Nick Castellanos hit a line drive back up to the pitcher and it basically hit, I want to say Feltner. I think it was Feltner straight in the temple. Like just, it, it was bad. It was real bad. And you could just tell Nick Castellanos felt horrible about it, you know, and there's no, contempt behind that like there's no like he's not angling for for a hit against the pitch you know like it just he felt real bad um i'm not quite sure who the pitcher was for today like i have to i have to see this uh but it it got heated between the rockies and and the phillies at no point in time did i ever think that i was going to talk about the phillies and the rockies and i'm just gonna be really fucking honest okay um but it was aaron nola um and the score was four to zero rockies so they put let's see here let's see if i can find the kyle freeland was it kyle freeland he started for the rockies okay i don't know at what point but then jake bird came in and then justin lawrence jake bird it was jake bird Jake Bird apparently, um, after after striking out Bryce Harper, um, talked some shit. Was chirping at Bryce Harper, chirping at the dugout, and Bryce Harper took offense. And Bryce Harper gave no fucks about his surgically repaired arm. No fucks. He came at Jake Bird, and what really cracked me up is like when I watched the video, Jake Jake Bird is like walking off, and Bryce Harper is is coming after him, and and um, the catcher for the Rockies is like trying to get in between you know and like holding Bryce Harper back and stuff and Jake Bird's like over here just like motioning like putting his arms up like what what at no point in time did Jake Bird 
make a motion to go towards the fight until there was like many people in between him and Bryce Harper. And at that point, then he's like, oh yeah, like hold me back. Jake Bird, like <laughs> stop it. Just just fucking stop. Like if you were gonna if you were gonna like really truly wanted to fucking throw down, you would have fucking ran and and gave no fucks. He no, Jake Bird, I have no nothing for you. Like and surgically repaired arm or not, there is no way in hell I would fuck with Bryce Harper. Just none. None. I that man has a little crazy in him, right? Like just His a little screams fuck around and find out screams yeah. it i want the smoke somebody come see me please please i don't really even play baseball they just made me do it i'd rather <laughs> just fight you that's what it right. looks like when i see bryce harper that's what i see yes yes like in no in no shape way for no like bryce harper is going to kick somebody's ass like somebody's ass and then um and then you can tell in like the video afterwards that he basically was just like fuck all this nope loser organization called the Rockies loser organization and he's not wrong <laughs> he's not wrong uh when your owner basically comes out and says that he's fine with like a 500 record what what are we doing here right um but like what what are you doing Rockies like the you you're still you are tied for second to last place in your division are they tied with the with um no, they're half game worse than San Francisco. Okay. So, you know, it's it's one of these where you're like, why? Why are you talking shit? You hadn't had command? I mean, I guess because you struck out Bryce Harper, like you feel like a tough guy? I don't know. But, I mean, benches cleared, bullpens came in, the whole bit. And I'm like, bro, I want to I see Bryce Harper throw some fisticuffs. Like, just... <laughs> I, but... The, the broadcast was like, his arm, his arm. And I was like, yeah, you know, but it's an expensive elbow. No so. Yeah. I don't think you, I don't think you want to risk that. How, how early did he come back? Well, ridiculously see, so, early. So, I mean, it was, it was sort of, but like it's Tommy John, like he had the same elbow thing that, you know, yeah. a pitcher would have. So to hit, he didn't need it. He could DH and it wouldn't matter. Right. It's throwing a baseball from, you know, center field. Like, yeah. 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 But he, so he had taken reps at first. Um, but at this point in time, he's only DHing. So, you know, it's, but it's still crazy that he came, came back from Tommy John, like that's super early, but I guess he's, you know, the winter soldier. Is that, is that the meme that I, that I saw comparing Bryce Harper to the, to the winter soldier? I dig it. Um, but yeah, so the Colorado Rockies are nine games back of the LA Dodgers, um, that lead the West and in second place, Arizona Diamondbacks still, still hanging on. Did you know that Lourdes Gurriel got his citizenship? I did. And his team like rallied around him. Like one of the post-game interviews, the guy was wearing the you know, American, you know, flag glasses uh -huh. or whatever symbolize them. I think it's really cool. It's not something you hear a lot that happens with, you know, Cuban players. So yeah, congrats to him for getting it squared away. I love it. I was like, good for you, Lourdes. Look at you. I was, I was very excited. Um, 
And who was I talking to? I was talking to someone and they were like, for which com- for which country? And well, United States. <laughs> and they're like, well, you know, but he played for Canada. And I was like, well, yeah, but I'm pretty sure he lives in Miami, though, doesn't he? Like, doesn't the whole Guriel clan live in Miami? And they're like, I don't know. I was like, no, I'm pretty sure he got citizenship for the United States. Like, I don't I don't think Canada's I don't think that's not that's not it. United States. Um, but his hair is purple and I love it. And I love that the Diamondbacks are, 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 are a team that are, that is giving the, uh, the Dodgers some chase. And apparently everyone's trying to make San Diego and the Dodgers a rivalry and it's not going well. It's not going well for the California people. Like they're not making that a rivalry. They're like, stop it. It's never going to be a thing. It's the giants. And I'm like, who's, Who's having a rivalry with the Giants? The Giants aren't good right now, but apparently the Giants were good last year. But like, is is it is it San Francisco and San Diego that they're trying to that is the rivalry? No, or... no, 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 no. It's 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 everybody in the Dodgers, right? The the battle for LA, that kind of thing. San Francisco has historically been the team that has always given the Dodgers fits. Gotcha, gotcha. Where okay. where now San Diego is spending the money. And you want to talk about a team that's probably stressing the panic button. You spent all this money for Xander Bogerts. You spent all this money for to to keep uh, Machado. Mm-hmm. You still got to pay Soto. The pitching staff is a fortune. They spent all this money, and they're seven games back, and they're three games under five hundred. How is that a thing? Is it the bullpen? I think it's the bullpen, isn't it? I mean, their closer is Josh Hader. Yeah, but Josh Hader has not been the Josh Hader of old. He is not, but he's still, you know, reputable. I don't, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't um, know. Their run okay. differential is minus ten. Wow. Um, they're eleven and fifteen against teams over five hundred. They're nine and eleven away from home and ten and eleven at home. They're just, just not good. Damn. They've lost yeah, five have, in a row. I've not been watching. I've not been watching. Padres games. Apparently they got shut out today by the Dodgers. Yeah. Did they did the Dodgers sweep them? I think so. Let me remember that up. Was it this series or was it the last series where the Padres won one? So maybe it wasn't this series. Maybe it was the last series that they played. Um they won one against Clayton Kershaw and they put up a crying Clayton Kershaw meme. Did you see that? And then they they haven't won since or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, that's that's some petty shit, man. Like, I'm not saying that it's like, you know, like the the players, you know, obviously it's like the, I don't even think it's the social media team. Like, I don't, I don't know who's in charge of the scoreboard or like who, who would even do that. But it was, it was a whole thing. It was like a literal crying Clint Kershaw after the San Diego Padres won. Um, but yeah. So, so Minnesota the, beat them for two and then the, uh, the Dodgers did sweep them. So that's how they've lost so five the, in a row. Oh, so the Dodgers swept them and, and the Brewers swept them. Damn. No, Minnesota. The Twins got him for Oh, two the Twins. I'm sorry. I, apparently, I only heard the M and just went went National League, apparently. Um, so, that's... Wow. All right, then. But that murderer's row up front, though. But I guess Juan Soto has been better because he hadn't been hitting, but now he's better. Fernando Tatis Jr., I think, had multiple home run game at was it the Dodger series or was it the twin series? One of those series, he had multiple home runs. Um, Xander Bogarts has been Xander Bogarts. So 
I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's the bottom of the lineup. If you're a San Diego Padres fan, let me let me know in the comments, please. At me on Twitter. I would love I would love to have a discussion with uh, San Diego Padres and how you guys feel. And if you are pressing the panic button yet. Um, so yeah, the West is the Dodgers 26 and 15, the Diamondbacks 23 and 18, San Diego 19 and 22, the Giants 17 and 23, and the Rockies at 17 and 24. Um, the Diamondbacks walked off the Giants tonight. I watched that game and Lourdes with his purple hair walked it off and it was amazing and I loved it so much. Um, in the central Milwaukee Brewers, have you seen Christian Yelich? Is Christian Yelich back? Maybe there's no reason he shouldn't be good. Like he screams. It's, it's kind of like, you know, when, when belly and Yelly were a thing, the, the way both of those guys fell off. Uh-huh. And now you're seeing both of them kind of resurface. Physically, they should be talented Better? baseball players. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's just for whatever right. reason, you know, pressure burst pipes. Okay. So, um, yeah, Milwaukee leads the National League Central with 23 and 17. Pittsburgh Pirates, 22 and 19. They're one and a half games back. However, they did lose like 10 straight. Until they won these last two games um, against the Orioles, I want to say. So their last ten games are like two and eight. And but you know who had the Pittsburgh Pirates being second in the Central? Not me. Um, the Cubs nineteen and twenty one. The Astros face them. They come into town this week. So they're four games back. Cincinnati is 18 and 22. And then the St. Louis Cardinals coming up with the rear at 16 and 25. Um, National League, the Braves. The Braves have lost two of their starting pitchers now. Um, Max Freed is on the shelf. Um, and two then, months, right? I think they said. Yeah. Basically, it's like a forearm strain. And they're just, I'm like, that just screams like it the tendon is hanging on by like a like a tiny tiny thread um, oh and so, i figured out what's wrong with san diego mm, tell me they have a player on their team that is guaranteed to sabotage everything rude net or door he just hit his first home run the other night i saw that every team yeah i don't know what it is he k's everywhere it just maybe i don't like him because he was a ranger for so long but he hasn't won something since he hit Batista in the face. Interesting. Okay. All right. Well, that's so again, Padres fans. If that if that theory is correct, let me know. Um at looking, Tom as well. Looking at their roster, it's 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 one of those all or nothing teams, right? Nelly Cruz, Matt mm-hmm. Carpenter, Rudnet Ordor. Like it's like you got the, the top four, like you talked about. Yeah. Murderers row, and then this. Falls you know, off. Austin Nola, I think, is is probably where it stops, and then it just. Hassan Kim has your been boy, decent. I was, I was going to say your boy Hassan Kim, but like. But after that, it just it's 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 fair to middling. It's a cliff. Middling to poor. I don't know. <laughs> like I don't know what to say about that. Um, yeah. Okay. I know. I want to say like Brent Honeywell, one of their uh, relief catchers, uh, shit the bed the other night. Just couldn't couldn't get out of the inning and basically just got babbit to death. Um, and then I think I think Josh Hader's blown a couple of saves. I can't remember though. Um, 
but yeah, so the Braves, though, have lost a couple of pitchers, but then they've just brought up their arms. Um, so it's Max Fried and then Kyle Wright. Kyle Wright's the other one. Um, so they still have Spencer Strider, but they just got swept. Who do they just get swept by? Uh, why am I blanking on that? The Braves? The Braves, I want to say, just got swept, didn't they? Am I wrong in that? <clears throat> Let me see. Uh... The Blue Jays. Ah, yes, the Blue Jays. There we go. Yeah, they just got swept. And the game that Spencer Strider pitched was heartbreaking because I want to say that he pitched he pre- he pitched pretty well. Struck out 12 and then like the bullpen I guess shit the bed. I don't know. But how do you how do you strike out 12 and then just not win a game? <laughs> The Blue Jays won three to zero. They scored a run in the fifth, the seventh, and the eighth. And the the Braves only mustered two hits. Oh, That's how you man. lose a Spencer Strider start where he strikes out twelve. Damn, Tom with the with the facts. We appreciate you, Tom. That's why we pay you the big bucks, sir. Um. So yeah, that's that's Atlanta. Like, do where. I was gonna say, like, who comes out of who comes out of the NL? I'm, then I'm pretty sure it's gonna be Atlanta. Oh <laughs> like, yeah, I, just I mean, think. they got swept, and they're still like twenty five. Yes, twenty five and fifteen. Yeah, ten games over five hundred. They'll mm-hmm. be all right. Um, Philly is finally at, at five hundred. Twenty and twenty. Miami twenty and twenty one. Uh, tied with the New York Mets in twenty twenty one. You want to talk about a, a fan base that's that's ready to hit a panic button? Like all of the Mets fans are just panic button here it is and they're just just hammering away at that thing like but this is what people thought people thought outside of the Mets fan base that you better pray that Scherzer stays healthy which he hasn't you better pray that Verlander stays healthy which he hasn't you better pray that Kodai Senga is the real deal which he hasn't really been Mm -mm. because the rest of it their offense is Good, not great, good. And their bullpen, they lost their closer. Yep, they lost their closer. Um, Cookie Carrasco has been on the shelf that they paid. Um, Kodai Senga has been iffy. Verlander just made his first start. They got swept by the Nats last time. That's crazy. So there's just... There is panic in the streets. Panic in the streets with Mets. Um, there was a doubleheader with the Nats uh, for this series. And I want to say they blew the last game out 8-2. to two, But the first game of that doubleheader, they lost 2-3. to three. Was it the Nats or was it... Or am I thinking of the Reds? Now I have to look that up. Hold on. Hold on here. But nope, yeah, Jose nope, Quintana, another pitcher on the shelf. Like. Yeah. Um, so the first game, they lost two to three of the double hitter that was supposed to be played Friday night. They didn't call that game for four hours, Tom. They played for like 45 minutes, maybe, and then put the tarp on the wet field. And Oof. didn't call the game for four hours. 
and then and then said this game will be made up in a split admission doubleheader tomorrow. And I'm all, I'm sorry. If I waited around for four fucking hours for you to tell me that there is a split admission doubleheader tomorrow, I, I'll be sewing. Like, I, no, you're going to give me that second game for free <laughs> because I waited around for four. Like that, that's just, I realized that that would never actually happen. But like, that's just asinine. Why would you not call it for four hours? Uh, pff, makes no sense. The Mets didn't get swept. They lost two out of three. Okay. To th- so the this Nationals. Series. Yes. This series, though. I want to say they played them like last week and got swept. I'm almost. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm almost I, believe you're, I believe you're right. Okay. But yeah, so they. Uh, it, and, it they was t- not... and they lost two out of three to the Reds as well. Yeah. Tough times. Tough times. So, the, so they're losing to the people they're supposed to win against. And they're like, Mets fans are just in a in a whole funk they they also want to let the kids play <laughs> they also want to let the kids play and they've they brought him up Brett Beatty has come up um their third baseman and has done really well um their their Alvarez uh Francisco Alvarez backup catcher has kind of moved into that starting catcher role and has done uh, not f- super well but but amenable right um, I mean, they weren't going to really like. They didn't really bring him up for his like "quote unquote" catching abilities because the boy can freaking rake. So, but you know, the the guys that are supposed to hit, not hitting. I feel like the Mets and the Astros fan base are very on par with, with one another and how they feel about their 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 various players. <clears throat> um, I saw one tweet today that said, "Thank God we finally scored with runners in scoring position." I thought it was a myth and it made me laugh because I'm like, I can relate to that so much because they also have a favorite hobby of leaving men on base. Um, Real quick on your boy Alvarez. He's 21 Mm -hmm. in 69 plate appearances. He's batting 217 with three homers and six RBIs. Yeah. But, and I mean, he's 21. Like that's crazy. That's, That's insane. Yeah. That's insane. So, um, yeah, and then, you know, Washington, 17 and 23. So, National League is a is a whole thing over there. So, really, it's going to be the Braves, the Braves and the Dodgers. But I, I don't know. Again, the Dodgers won 90,000 games last season and didn't make it to the playoffs. So, Philly got hot at the right time. Yeah. Baseball is a weird sport. So, uh, let's move on to the AL where the Tampa Bay Rays finally have double-digit loss. They finally um, have lost. Their their record is 31 and 11. <laughs> that is an insane record. That's an insane 31 and 11. What is happening here? Like that's, that's insane. Um, I, they pitch and they hit p- now they pitch and they hit and they're getting production from every member of that lineup. Um, I, I know this because I follow the Rays. Like they're in an they're an AL team that, that that we know always has this kind of you never can count out the Rays team, right? But apparently, last week, um, a New York radio station flat out accused the Rays of cheating. Flat out accused. I've never the Rays heard of, of a New York anything accuse anyone of cheating ever right. before. I cannot believe they would do such a thing. 
that doesn't make any sense. Those guys don't believe that anybody cheats. I'm telling yeah. you, there's no way. Yeah. And um, and the guy was like, I'm not even a Yankee fan. Like, but but something's going on there. Like, you can either you can either uh believe us now or believe us when the athletic tells you. And I'm all how the sir, those are those are that's some that's some accusations there. Like Bold. that's like you just you just gonna throw that out. And then the one guy's like I'm just, I'm just saying. So the other guy goes, oh, so, so they're cheating. And he goes, I'm not, I didn't say that. I mean, but you, you said that, like you said, they, so I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. Just put it. And they're like, who's Christian Bethancourt? How, who, how are they, you know, and I'm all, how do you not, how do you not know who Christian Bethancourt? I mean, like, I kind of understand why, he, how, why you don't understand who Christian Bethancourt is, you know, cause he came from, from, you know, the A's, but like, come on now, come on now. Um, however, however, when Taylor Walls, when Taylor Walls hits a grand slam, you're like, Taylor Walls and monocle, <laughs> monocle side eye emoji. Okay. Look at you, Taylor Walls. Like, you know, on the day before when Yandy Diaz hit a grand slam, you're like, all right, Yandy Diaz. Like I expected it from Yandy Diaz because Yandy Diaz looks like a motherfucker who could hit a grand slam. Taylor Walls, however, you're all, apparently you work out, sir. You know, like. <laughs> They didn't close the roof for that one. That's that's why that that grand slam happened. Put it in the jet stream and just let yeah. it carry it, huh? Yeah. Um, but but boppers, I mean that score was eight eight to seven today, and I want to say it was eight to seven yesterday. So they lost the series with the Yankees. That was a slugfest, right? Yeah. Lost the series. <laughs> what would you what would you think the run differential is for the Tampa Bay Rays right now? 43. I don't I don't know. <laughs> Try multiplying that by like three. This it's not a math pod. It's not a math pod. Okay. The run differential for the Tampa Bay Rays after just losing a series that was a slugfest in which they gave up a ton of runs is still plus 120. Oh they've God. scored 260 runs and they've only given up 140. It's just that dumb. Is, they've always been a good pitching insane. team, but now they're scoring. They've, they've scored 60 more runs than the next team. Well, not I take that back. Than the next team in their division. The Rangers are scoring a ton of runs too. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's insane. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, good on you, Rays. Good on you. Like if it's if it's not if it's not us, go Rays. Like I will always I will always root for the Rays. Always. Um so <sighs> Rays are 30 AL East is a wagon. I will say it. AL East is a wagon. I didn't think AL East was a wagon before, but now it's a wagon. So the Tampa Bay Rays at 31 and 11 with a 738 win percentage. The Baltimore Orioles at 26 and 14, uh, four games back. Toronto Blue Jays, 24 and 16, six games back. The New York Yankees, 23 and 19, eight games back. And the Boston Red Sox, 22 and 19, eight and a half games back. Um, it may, it may happen that all of the AL East teams end up with a record over 500. And that also is kind of insane to me. That's dumb. Well, that dumb. you got to look at two. The AL Central only has one team with a record over 500. That's true. That's true. So Minnesota Twins, 23 and 18. Uh, Cleveland Guardians, 19 and 21. Detroit Tigers, 18 and 21. Chicago White Sox, 14 and 28. K 
Kansas City Royals, 12 and 30. So at what point do those four teams burn it to the ground? Or do you think they'll burn it to the ground? I don't think Cleveland will. Cleveland is like super young. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think they're like, they're like ascending, right? They, they still have a couple holes here, there and everywhere, but we've talked about class A. We've talked Mm -hmm. about Biebs, J Ram. They've got pieces there. There are three games back in Minnesota. I think they'll be around Detroit. uh, Super young team, right? AJ Hinch has got them boys, you know, playing above their heads a little bit. The White Sox, I think, is definitely a team to look to, to to burn it to the ground, except for Luis Robert, who has the t- most team-friendly contract in the history of baseball right now per production. I like, if Kansas- you would have told me, if you would have told me that was a Braves contract, like I would have believed you. I would have mm-hmm. believed you if that was a Braves contract. Tell tell the people what that contract is. So, um, for those who weren't following, uh back that Astros where we where we dove into it a little bit because the Astros played the White Sox Luis Robert did absolute work in the series against the Astros he hit a homer in every game so if you saw the production I mean he was just he scored all the runs like he was involved in everything Mm -hmm. and if I told you he was 25 and he just recently signed a contract extension seeing the stud that the dude was you would think it was for like $11 billion or something like that. In the offseason, the Chicago White Sox extended or they they signed uh, Luis Robert to a six-year, $50 million contract in which he makes $9.5 million a year. That's dumb. That's so dumb. It's dumb. <laughs> and that actually is dumb. Like, that's... I mean, I understand it though. I mean, like if you put a contract in front of me that w- that was going to guarantee me like life changing money and I was from a third world country and I still sent a ton of money back to that third world country, I, I could I could see it. OK, um, in that. In the Houston games where he played. Oh, tonight's game is not up there. Um, let's see. In the first he hit a home run in in each of the games he was two for three in the first game two for four in the second game and i think he was two for four today uh three two three four hard six contact RBIs. yeah doubles I think six rbis uh, he had he had three homers and two doubles in the series that i can think of off the top of my head yeah like, raking it, just just dumb all of the dumb. I mean, his OPS right now is a 134 with a slug of 537. Also, he draws walks. Like he has nine, he has nine walks, 26 RBI, 10 homers, a stolen base. Apparently he can't stay healthy though. But apparently he's healthy enough for the for the Astro series. Um, when they burn it to the ground, Lou Bob's not going anywhere, and that makes me sad. That makes me sad. I mean, we can eat that contract. There's a, there's a lot of teams that would line up to eat that contract and mm-hmm. trade all their blue chippers to get it. Which? Ooh, I got a I got a, a tasty question for you. Okay. If you know that you cannot sign Kyle Tucker, would you trade him for Lou Bob? 
<laughs> if y'all couldn't see Susie's face right now, there's a lot of pain in it. That's so it's so sad. I don't want to think about Kyle Tucker not being on the team. Like right now, like right now, right now, or like at like when? What like, if they call? What if they called you? What if they called you this year and said, "Hey, we'll do it straight up." And 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 basically, they did it with the idea that they could trade him or resign him or whatever. We'll do it straight up, one for one. I don't like Lou Bob's defense, though. He's not. He's not a gold glover. But you're getting the cheapest contract in the major leagues at all. I mean, for the production, can you? Yeah. Can you teach defense? I don't. Can you teach what Kyle Tucker can do? No, I don't think you can. Right? Can't. Like that's that's just kind of innate baseball IQ, the ability, player smartness. That that's the scientific technical term for that. Yeah. No. Yes. No. Talk about it later. No, I don't. I don't know the. Just an interesting one. I don't think it would ever happen. Well, it's definitely not going to happen. It's yeah. like one one for one trades. Well, don't ever don't ever happen. Um, especially between like my like minor leaguers between major leaguers. Um, but I don't. The fangirl in me says absolutely not. The rational baseball fan in me that wants to kind of look at the numbers says mm, maybe. It's a it's a hard maybe, but I'd have to look at the numbers, and I'd I'd have to look at how many games he's played because he's always hurt, always, and I don't know how much of that is like if that can be worked out. Do you just not stretch well enough, Lou Bob? Like, because it's like soft. we're only we're only gonna make this trade if he will enroll into yoga classes right. and we firm up them core muscles. So it's yeah, it's like it's like soft, it's like soft tissue issues with him. So there, there's lots of it's a, it's an interesting question. It's an interesting interesting question. Words also very hard. It's it's a hard maybe. It's a hard maybe. I mean, it would never happen, but it's a hard maybe. No, I don't. I don't think that phone call even gets made. I don't think mm -hmm. the Astros would even entertain it. Uh, even if the the White Sox called and said, "Hey, what about if we did this? We're thinking about blowing it up." We're looking for trade chips. We're looking for, you know, whatever. What 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 do you think? But do you think that we could get a pitcher from them? And if so, what pitcher? Which pitcher? <sighs> the dream is Cease. Dylan the dream Cease is, is going to be I think the Dodgers are going to make a run at him. I think the Yankees are going to make a run at him. The White Sox are in a bad way. You literally had a video today of Tim Anderson said saying I hate this place. It's a toxic environment. They really would benefit from starting over, starting young, getting all the tradable assets and blowing it up like you, like we're talking about. So Dylan Cease is the first name. You could talk about Kopech and Giolito too if you wanted. They're all reasonably young. See, I don't I, I think I think Dylan Cease would be one of like Dylan Cease and Lou Bob, I think are their untouchables unless you just throw up a farm at him for like for for Do Dylan you think Cease Dylan Cease resigns there. I think I think he's uh, an arb guy, right? Um, he yeah, so he's in his first year of arbitration. He's 27 um, and his con 
His his salary this year is five point seven. Um, that is minuscule, mm-hmm. right? That's minuscule. He does not become a free agent until uh, twenty six. So he's in his first year of arb. So you'd have to buy out his his last two years of arbitration and sign him until he's thirty two, at least. But if but if you're the White Sox and you're like, we're not going to be good for three more years, are you really going to want to hold on to him? That's true. Knowing that the first possible first time we could be good, assuming they blow it up, right? He'll I don't be, know. He'll be due for a, pay, a a big payday. I don't know. I don't know the White Sox farm farm system if they're even a good farm system. I want it. They I want to say the farm. The I think the farm system is not good, though. I don't think the White Sox have a good farm system. Um, that is something that I'm going to have to look at because I want to say that they're not a good farm system. Um, but yeah, I think Dylan Cease is one of those untouchables. I think anybody else on that that pitching staff is totally okay. Is is touchable? That's not. That's not a. That's. <laughs> that's not what I wanted to say. Tradable. There we go. So this is a this is an MLB.com uh article Farm rankings. from March 2022. Where do you think they are? I think they're towards the bottom. I think they're towards the bottom. You're right. You're right. You'd be interested is what they have them. Out of 30 teams, I think they're 27th. Ooh, almost. Your Astros are 27. They are 26. Yeah, and so the so the White Sox are 26th and they and they haven't lost any draft picks. So like what the fuck are y'all doing? We've lost 2 years of draft picks and we're we're 20 we're 27th. And yet our guys, guys are still like, like Gilbert. Yeah. Yeah. Corey Ooh. Lee but but nobody but nobody had well now they have Drew Gilbert on the top 100 rankings but like we keep we keep churning out motherfuckers that like are amazing that no that that are ranked you know like so their top prospect is a shortstop Colson Montgomery number 38 overall and Oscar Colas an outfielder number 85 wasn't Oscar Colas up for a little bit I want to say he was. And then I think they sent him back down, or maybe he got hurt. I don't. I don't remember. I for some reason I want to say that he that that he was up for a little bit. Um, for context, they have Hunter Brown in here as the top prospect for the Strohs at number forty three. Okay. Which he's definitely no longer a prospect. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they. I I, I think Dylan Cease is the is their only one that's like. They'd be like, nope, move on. So I mean, Lance Lynn, Lucas Giolito. I think out of out of that rotation, like I want to stay far, far away from Clevenger and Kopech. Like, no, thank you. I think maybe. Do you think we could fix Lucas Giolito? Because I mean, at one point in time, he was like a. Did he win the Cy Young or was he in the Cy Young running? That I don't know. I can look that up. I mean, I think he. I think he I, don't was, I think he was in the Cy Young running. Like there was, twenty eighteen. I think he was like the worst pitcher in the league or something. And then he, the next season he came in and like turned everything around. So he's 28. 
So he's still real. He's still fairly young. Um, let's see here. In nineteen, he was an All Star with a fourteen and nine record. Yeah, and he had what is pitched one hundred and seventy six innings. He had two shutouts that year. He had. He was sixth in Cy Young voting. Cy, okay. I was, I'm like, I want to say that there was, there was some sort of Cy Young talk about him. Um, yeah. so, but was I right in the, one of the, like one of the years he was real, real bad. And then the next year he came back and was like, basically put his dick on the table and was like, shove it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 2018, 2018, he, he, he had a 613 ERA. And then in 20, in 2019, it went it went to a three three four one COVID year three four eight twenty one three five three and now twenty twenty two is four point nine. But he's kind of that guy though. The the which guy? The the mid threes or the 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 mid four or the high fours? I think he's a mid three guy. Interesting. But I mean so, he's not gonna he's not gonna have a crazy record. He's gonna be probably 11 and nine. Okay. So if you could put him in our rotation in the Astros rotation, where would you put him? Five like, ranking rise. Uh, I mean, he, he screams or to me. Ooh, really? Well, look at her last year. Interesting. I'll pull it up. I think, um, yeah, no. Okay. I, 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 I'd agree with you there, but I think, but I think he's better than Urquidy, but I don't think he's better than Luis Garcia. Okay, so he was eleven and nine last year. What do you do? You remember what Urquidy's record was last year? Do you remember no. what his ERA was last year? I want to say low fours. Jose Urquidy went thirteen and eight with a three point nine four ERA. Same dude. Yeah, Jose. We love scoring runs for Jose Urquidy, though. We loved it. We did. And if Gio got. Five runs of, of he'd have a similar record. Okay. All right. You win. I don't think it was a competition, but <laughs> no, you win. No, not at all. Um, so okay. Well, I mean, ideally, like we would need an innings eater, and that's what that's what I see Lucas Giolito being. Arkady pitched 164 innings and had 134 Ks. 134 Ks. Okay, so let's see, last season. Geo pitched 161 innings with 177 strikeouts. A little bit better K. A little mm-hmm. bit better K guy. Mm-hmm. Allowed 24 home runs. Um, uh, 29 over here. So. And let's see. And hit four four batters. <laughs> nice. But okay, so maybe a slight upgrade over Akiti, but still no better than the fifth starter in my opinion. Right. Okay. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, that's. So White Sox. Detroit, the Royals. You think the Royals are going to blow it up? I feel like they do it every year, but in different phases. Like you know, they gave up Benintendi. They gave up uh, Whit Merrifield. Whit Merrifield. Yeah, to to bring some other guys up. They got they got a really young club, but I I mean again I don't start that I don't start I don't start their trust pitching at all, I don't trust their starting pitching at all. 
Um, that's their start pitching. <laughs> uh-huh, that's, that's why. Because I was like, wait, Susie, you're an idiot. So the, I mean, a roll to Chapman, a roll to Chapman ain't gonna ain't gonna be be long for for the Royals world. Uh, they are going to trade trade that motherfucker real did fucking quick. The they think? did. They did fix him. They did. That's a lefty. He'd look good in. in an don't you say it. Don't you say it, <laughs> Tom. Don't you do it. No. Look. No. If it's not. If no, it's not abso- Jose Altuve, nobody hits him. Absolutely not, Tom. Okay, no, okay, no. Enough, you you enough. keep a roll this Chapman off my fucking team. Okay, I will. No, um, he but he did strike out a motherfucker at like 103 miles an hour. I told but you no. how I won off this roster, and I'm not changing my my vote. <sighs> yeah, I know, but we can't afford that. Well, I mean, we can't. That's not my fucking money. Of course, we. Can. Of course, Crane can fucking afford whoever the fuck he wants, but he's not going to. He's not going to. He's not going to um, afford Salvador Perez at his $20 million a year contract. Although that would fix our catching situation. But that would mean DFAing Maldonado. Trade him to the the Cardinals. So he could be their pitcher whisperer. Hey, now. So, yeah, they've got a young club over there. Um, I I don't know what they're doing. I I really don't know what they're doing. Salvi's a big motherfucker, though. He don't skip leg day either. Golly. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I guess when you do 40 gajillion squats every day. 6'3", 255. Damn. What what type of football player is that? Like, if he was probably, a football player. Probably a tight end. Okay. Um. Okay. And then, you know, AL West, Texas Rangers, 25 and 15. Houston Astros, 21 and 19. Uh, Los Angeles Angels, Angels 21 and 20, Seattle Mariners at 500 at 20 and 20, and then the Oakland Athletics at 9 and 33. Poor Oakland Athletics. Although they do have Brent Rucker, who is leading the major leagues in OPS plus. OPS. He's on my fantasy Batting team. Bridge. I love him. Yeah. Fun fact something I was looking at when I was looking at uh, differential. Mm-hmm. So the Tampa Bay Rays. Mm-hmm have the lowest in the AL have the lowest runs against. Okay. Do you know who's second on that list? Lowest on score with runs against. I don't. Mm-mm. The Houston Astros. At 147. Where where the difference is, where the difference lies, which nobody which we talk about, but we don't really we don't really so Tampa scored 260 runs. How many runs do you think the Astros have scored? It's gonna it's gonna make me cry because we're like 27th in slug and on like on base percentage. We're 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 at the bottom of that list. It's gonna it's make me cry. There. It's down there. To put it in context, the Kansas City Royals, who we just talked about, that is 12 and 30, has scored two more runs than your Houston Astros. The Chicago White Sox that they just (laughs) the Chicago White Sox they just took two of three from have scored four more runs this season than the Houston Astros. I hate it here. The Oakland A's. (laughs) It's only sort of bad. The Oakland A's have won nine games. 
Do you know the difference between how many runs the Astros have scored and the Oakland A's have scored? 14 runs. I fucking hate it here. 14 runs. Now Oakland's given up a 316 runs, but they've only scored 14 less runs than the Houston Astros. They are at the bottom. What's why? Why are we not scoring runs? What happened to us? What happened? They're, they're missing boppers. They're missing. They're missing key contributors. We we are missing key contributors. But then, but then the motherfuckers that we signed are, are not signed. But the motherfuckers we expect to to contribute are not contributing. Alex right. Bregman, I'm looking at you. Jose Abreu, right. also looking at you. Jordan Alvarez cannot do this alone, people. Okay. It's not like he can he can score five runs, okay? He cannot. All right? He can't. I think the biggest thing that that's that separates them from Texas is Texas has scored 254 runs. So, only so, only the Tampa only Tampa Bay Rays have scored more runs. So what you're telling me is that if you score more runs than your opponent, you win the game? Is that is that that is that that logic? Well, okay. Last time I checked, 100% of the time. Okay. 40% of the time it happens every time. All right. Um, so if you, if you score less runs than your opponent, then you lose the game. Is that, that's, that's what I'm to understand. Got it. Got it. I like, I like that this is a math pod and that <laughs> we have, we have good reasoning. I mean, and, I and just, statistics. I just feel like that. I just feel like that's something that was like, kind of eye opening, you know, like, yeah, they, they are, they are doing a great job of holding teams down and just not getting any run support. Um, what was that Chandler Rome tweet? Did you see that Chandler Rome Rome tweet? Um, also, shout out Chandler Rome. I, I like the the muzzleless Chandler Rome now that he works for the Athletic. Uh, I appreciate you, Chandler Rome. I don't I don't think you'll ever see this, but if you do, just know that I appreciate that the muzzle has come off. Okay. Uh, the Astros are slashing two. <laughs> 238, 308, and 364 after 39 games. Their 672 OPS is 28th out of 30 lineups. That's gross. That's a gross number, Tom. That that doesn't that doesn't make me happy in the least bit at all. No, thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it really speaks to it. Uh, we were worried about JP France. We were worried about Brandon Belak to an extent. They, they held it down. Not the problem. No. Everybody's worried about the bullpen. How many runs they give up? Yeah, not no. the problem. No, our anemic even Montero, offense. even Montero with the the eighty seven runs he's given up, not the problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I I totally agree. I totally agree. Dusty Baker, Dusty Baker, also a problem. Um, <laughs> but anemic offense, anemic offense. I will, you know, and and who contributes to that anemic offense? Um, Dusty Baker. Looking at you, sir. Monocle. Why did what? I close this eye? Why did I close this eye over here and do the monocle? That's what I did. Because nobody ever looks for the monocle. It's just there yeah. for looks. You're that's... not actually using that thing. I I mean, you don't know. Maybe I need maybe I need a monocle. Who knows? I'm just saying. Um, but yeah, so that's 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 that. Cardinals, I don't know what you're doing. So I need Cardinals fans to like come tell me in the comments. Mets fans, are you are you pushing the panic button? I need to know these these things as well um cardinals have scored 190 runs yeah no i don't 
I don't find that I don't find that amazing. Do you know why I don't find that amazing? Because I because I I know that lineup and I have seen that lineup and that's that is like the thing that I knew that they were going to do. Also, don't tell me how many runs Boston Red Sox have scored either because I don't. It's a lot. That, it's a lot. It's a lot. But they have to. They have to because they give they up a lot. Their starting pitching and their bullpen is just trash as well. It's like when one side works, the other side doesn't. Like you need you need both of them. Like in that, what is that? Is it Lady Justice with the scales of justice? Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? Okay. Um, it, it needs to be balanced. It's not balanced. It's Colorado. Balanced. We're dogging Colorado, one of the worst records in baseball. Scored seven more runs than the Astros. <laughs> You really do want to make me drink right now. Is that is that what's is that what's happening, Tom? Is that? I mean, this is technically bourbon and baseball after dark. It is so. bourbon. <laughs> you know what though? It is. It's always after dark. Like the, there is no quote unquote appropriate behavior on this on this podcast. It's all all after dark. It's all kinds of ridiculous. All the shenanigans happen. Um, but yeah. So that's. I don't know. Just what is happening? Hopefully, hopefully the Astros pick it up. If you're not an Astros fan, I apologize. But I really do want to talk to Padres fans. Padres fans, Mets fans, Cardinals fans. Are you pu- are you pushing the panic button? I need you, I need to know these things. So please come tell me in the comments. The the Padres have scored less runs than the Astros. Oh, that's that's worrisome. <laughs> that's bad. That's, that's very worrisome. There you go. Padres okay. fans, we they need to score more runs more than the Astros do. Okay. All right. Padres fans, come talk to me. I, I I need to know. I need to know these things. So, um, with that, uh, we will say we will say good night. Um, if you liked this this type of content, uh, you can head over to the relevant app R E L E B N T. Um, like I said earlier, Shelby unfortunately is no longer my co-host. Um, they are trying to find me a new co-host for over there. But we have in-game broadcasts. So basically you get to sit and watch Astros games with me. Um, commenting, being ridiculous. Tom pinch hit for Shelby this week. Uh, Tom and Rob are actually a team over there. Um, you'll get... Is there something between PG-13 and R? NC-17, baby. No! <laughs> NC-17 is above R. Is it really? Yes! I yes. never... I was today years old. I thought NC- for some... Yeah, NC seventeen is is like above R. Like that's where you get like the full frontal nudity and shit. Like warning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not NC seventeen, guys. I like, think I've only heard of like two movies ever to be NC seventeen, but yeah, it's not. It's not. So um, I would say that my stream would be R rated. Definitely not NC seventeen, but definitely R rated. <laughs> um, Tom Tom and Rob's stream would be somewhere in between PG thirteen and, and R if there was a rating in between there. Um. So they get they will be doing in-game broadcasts as well. I have next Friday and Saturday, so you can watch Astros games with me over there um, against the A's. When did you say that you have your broadcast? We're going um, Wednesday. We got the Cubs. Okay. It's it's, it's a lot of fun. If you've never seen it, never been around it, you truly get a chance to interact with us, you know, real time while we're watching the games. You know, we're we're feeling what you're feeling. We're, we have the ability to have, what is it, nine people up there at one time so everybody mm-hmm. can get up and, and physically voice your own opinions as opposed to texting it out. You know, we're, we're playing drinking games. We're having a great time. I'm playing drinking games, not on Robin Tom's. Less, I played less. the drinking game with Susie. I know, I know, but I'm saying on your on your stream, on Robin Tom's stream, there's not drinking games. 
That's on true. Susie's stream, there will be drinking games, um, inappropriate adult humor, sexually innuendos, duh. Um, so go download that. Androids, hold off. It's not it's not super Android friendly yet. If you're an iPhone, come on over. Um, so download that. We're over there. You'll get lots lots more content. Um, we appreciate all of our listeners over here. Uh, rate, review, subscribe, all of that fun stuff. Give us five stars. Australia, Australia still loves us. Um, United States, United States, falling off. They don't love us. They don't love me. They love they love Rob and Tom though. Rob and Tom, tell 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 the people where they can find you and Rob. So you can find me on Twitter at Third Coast Tom. You can find me, my co-host Rob. Astros baseball podcast, uh, wherever you download your podcasts, like, uh, Susie said, we're a more family friendly take occasionally it gets a little wild, but not nearly to the extent as of this one. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're also on the relevant app. We have a new show that, that we're just starting up over there called Astros and aneurysms because Rob doesn't like to lose and he can really really become frustrated where i tend to look at the glass half full all the time if i can so uh come check us out over there and appreciate y'all doing doing all the things yes. the rates the, the 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 coming to the show the questions we appreciate all of it yes so um with that uh we will say good night i appreciate everyone again uh rate review subscribe tell your friends share this um, give me five stars. Tell me that you enjoy the content that I'm putting out. Tell me I'm pretty. Don't tell me I'm pretty. I don't actually give a fuck about that. <laughs> tell me I'm funny. I would really appreciate that, however. Um, but and so with that, we will say goodnight. If you are interested in more Astros based content, like lots of Astros based content and like rants, the link in the description for uh the sister show back that Astros up is in the description down below. You can go check that out. Um, warning, if you love Dusty Baker, probably skip that because you will not be happy with me. Um, and I just really don't feel like arguing with people about Dusty Baker because Dusty Baker is a, not a horrible person, but a horrible manager. Okay. Um, and with that, I like, I like the, I like the, the eyebrow raise, Tom. That was good. That was good. Um, with that, we will say good night and yay baseball.